This is J. Pablo Torres of Trench Gun, and you are listening to Backstage with Spike on Anchor FM. Who was that? Fuck me. That's perfect. That was perfect. Hey, Nizza, what's up, brother? What up? What up? What up? Hey. I can't oh, believe good, it. Brother. You're breaking up, kid. One more time. Can you hear me now? There you go. Can you hear me now? Now we're promoting. We're doing the phone commercial here. Yeah. <laughs> Backstage. I'm over here now. <laughs> I'm over here now. Backstage with Spike, episode 78. I can't believe it. I, I, can you believe it, brother? I'm up to 78 episodes. That's crazy, dude. I thought after the third one, I'd be getting hate mail. So I'm telling me to shut the fuck up already, you know? Yeah. Nah, yeah. Fuck so those what, hate. So what's up? How are you doing? How was your Thanksgiving? Um, It was actually very nice, dude. Uh, I went to uh, to my brother's fiance's house. And uh, it's been like uh, a tradition that we've been doing for the last couple of years. Because, you know, life throws you the curveballs and... You end up doing different traditions, and uh, it's nice, man. You know, uh, she is a uh, she's a great woman, and she takes care of my brother, and he does the same for her, and it's a it's a good match. She's got some great kids, and my brother's nieces and uh, my nieces are you know fantastic. So uh, it's always a good thing, dude. You know, and um, yeah, it was definitely uh, definitely nice. Uh, Got into the holiday spirit actually this weekend. I had my kid for uh, three nights, and we ended up putting up the Christmas yeah, tree. Yeah, I saw the video. I was going to ask you how how how's uh, Zoe doing there? She's excellent, dude. You know, it's uh, we just actually a couple weeks ago we uh, me and the ex wife we uh, wanted to experience it together, and we put our differences aside, and we. Uh, we took her to go to uh, Disney for the first time. Oh, very so cool. It was very, it was a very nice trip. You know, uh, it's awesome that we can get along for the benefit of her because it's, there's no reason why kids should be affected by that bullshit, you know? And, uh, 
it's uh it's a good thing man you know my wife my my ex-wife she's um you know she's engaged now and you know the dude that she's with she, you know he takes really good care of my kid as well cool and uh that was my only thing man you know when they got together i was just like you know kids involved i want to make sure she's uh she's loved and she's uh not neglected and you know she's not so it's all good i tell you what, i mean the videos you post and stuff i love it because i remember when my boys were that young and it seems like only yesterday trust me dude it goes fast so enjoy it you know yeah dude no it's uh it's always a uh a blast when I'm I'm with her, and uh, I love just being in the moment with her because there's only a certain amount of what people see when I post with her. But you know, she uh, she's a pisser, dude. She dude, makes me laugh. You like can tell no she she loves hanging out with you, man. I'm telling you, you're definitely like her hero, her idol. You could tell she's having a genuine blast hanging out with you. Yeah, it's uh, thank you, man. That means a lot. It's like, true. She, uh, I love just experiencing things with her that, you know, my, uh, my pops did with me and like, I, I guess, you know, I lived through her eyes and I'm keeping his legacy going on because, you know, he did stuff with me when I was younger that I'm doing with her. And right. Like, it's like carrying the torch, passing it along to her. And, uh, you know, that's all you can ask for is get, you know, a little, de a decent human being, but she's, yeah. uh, she's pretty awesome. <laughs> And she's going to be a heavy metal head for sure, right? Oh, dude. She, uh, <laughs> yeah, this past year, man, this kid's already seen some good shit. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I know you took it to kiss. I took her to go see um, Alice Cooper. Her mom took her to go see Ghost. So she's, uh, yeah, she's seeing shit, man. She's getting, at the shows that I went with her, she got uh, set lists and picks from the, from the guitarists. And, you know, Kiss gave her. Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, and Tommy Thayer each gave her a pick, and Eric uh, Singer gave her a set of sticks, dude. So, like, very cool, dude. First show, and you get that plus the <laughs> set list. Shit, she better she better get her dancing shoes on because she's gonna be going to shows with pops for a long time. I got news for you, man. We should put her on the show, man. She's been to enough concerts, man. She she's got some content to talk about. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yo, she rolls with it, man. She's cool, very she knows, cool. Knows this stuff. So speaking of shows, I know you guys, we, we were squeezing this in because you guys are heading out to California like we spoke about last time, December 9th, Whiskey A Go-Go. Um, yeah. So is is Zoe going to go with you to that show? Can she go see Dad play or no? No, this is uh, this is a Dad-only show for now. Okay. But um, she's kind of, I don't know, she's not, you know, she's bummed, but she's she knows how much it means to me and everything, and she can't miss any more school because I took her out already, you know, for the for the disney thing and right um yeah dude I, I just can't believe it's so soon and it's coming up like i'm uh i'm beside myself man it's been a long road bro to get here and yeah. i'm just i can't i can't wait dude so to let people know i'm sorry to let people know who missed the last show that you were on you were explaining it. how did you actually get in like you just you said you called up and and, and then you got so in. the whole thing was um Originally, I was going to L.A. already, so I'm going to be going on the day after the show. Uh, I'm going to a meet and greet for uh, Sylvester Stallone. Nothing is over! Fucking Nothing! A hero, idol, whatever, forever. I love Rocky, Rambo, all that shit. Awesome. 
I'm going to meet him. It's a red carpeted event. I got to put on a tuxedo, wow. which I don't, I didn't even wear a tux to my, to wedding, you know, but I'm wearing a tux <laughs> But you're wearing meet. for Sly. <laughs> a Sly gets fucking meet Sly, whatever, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I had that set up and I'm in practice one day and I'm like, yo man, like to the boys, I'm like, dude, I'm going to be out there. Let's uh, see if we could get a gig with that. Two days later, dude, Meds hits me up and he's like, yo, they just added this band earshot to the whiskey. Why don't you email them and say this show, you know, specifically, do you have any support? So, dude, within a half hour of the email, they hit me up and they're like, yes, we have three slots. It's you got to be on the hook for tickets, but it's either the first, second or third uh, slot. And um the tickets you have to you have to sell 20 tickets now you have some people out there but really for me it's exposure it's getting out there it's the whole thing i'm like fuck it let's do it oh if my friends come that are out there great if not we are actually staying at the airbnb behind the rainbow which is a walking block away where let me let me used to live there yeah like i'm gonna go to the rainbow i'm there the night before i'm gonna go there the night before i'm gonna go there the day of and i'm just gonna hand out the tickets dude and i'm just gonna be like yo it's a free show come and see yeah fuck it buy the ticket yourself and just hand them out i really don't you know what honestly dude if it's not about making money at this point for me man it's all about the love it's Great man, if we break and we get on a sick tour, but you know what? Yeah, every band has to buy onto those big tours too. Right, so, right, I mean, right. Now, I thought of that right off the bat when you said about you you unhook for tickets. I'm like, fuck it, buy them. I don't give a shit. Buy them and give them out. That's it, man. You know, like it's every band has to invest in themselves, and unless you have a sugar daddy that's paying your way, man, you right. got to invest. No. Yeah, see, no. see now what I would do is I would, if I was with you guys just hanging out. See, I wish I still lived out in Long Island and, and Brooklyn and shit. I would go with you guys, okay? I'd say, give me the tickets, okay? And I'd give them out to like a busload of Japanese tourists. We get like get like 20 or 30 fucking Japanese tourists to show up all with their cameras and shit. You guys would be all over the place, you know what I'm saying? Fucking amazing. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a, whatchamacallit. I'm an attention horse, so yo, man, if there's yeah. cameras out there, I'm posing for each one, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah, so uh, I got a, a stack itinerary, actually, for this uh, couple of days I'm out there. So I'm landing on the 8th, which is my birthday. That night, I'm going to see Social Distortion um, at the House of Blues in Anaheim. Next night is the Whiskey Show. Then Stallone, and then Sunday, the boys in the scar are really not too keen on going, but me, I'm a sick fuck, and I like going to points of interest. And my points of interest, usually something horrific happened there or something fucked up because I'm (laughs) like like true crime and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I'm actually going to the Spawn Movie Ranch where the Manson family lived, and I want to see where it was, dude. I mean, you know, like... It's part of it's part of like our history and everything. And right. like I said, I'm not one of those crazy serial killer fucking <laughs> lovers that are, have my shrine in my house and I'm jacking off to like you know <laughs> photos and stuff. Yeah, I you, just 
Meanwhile, Meds and Jared are getting the next flight home right after the show, aren't they? <laughs> so you never know. Maybe I'll meet my my you know my next ex wife out there, nah. man. You know, <laughs> your future ex wife. I love it. <laughs> so you guys. So um, okay. So you, I'm I'm privileged here. We're gonna play in the show. Uh, not out yet. We're gonna play your newest song that you guys got. That's gonna be coming out. Uh, I assume you can be uh, laying this song down in your set list out there, right? No, we aren't. You're not. No. Whoa. Okay. No, we still kind of. Uh, this song actually is something way different than we um, usually do. We uh, first off, it has Jared on vocals on the lead vocals, and uh, the, the tune's called "Hand of Kings," and so now this song um, Je- um, Meds sent us the riff and I'm listening to it and it's in the vein of Tool now don't get me wrong dude like I like Tool but I know Jared loves Tool so I'm like this is right up this dude's alley and now many people probably don't know this I mean we try to plug it as much as we can but Jared is also in a um a 90s alternative cover band called old x and i've seen them a couple of times and this dude has a great voice he's very um he can scream he's got melody he's got range dude he's he's good he's a great drummer he's also a great vocalist and I was just looking for the perfect opportunity to showcase his talent in demon scar i heard this Within listening to this song for the first time around, I'm like, dude, I got to get Jared on these vocals. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sitting there. I still hadn't given it up. I'm still writing some stuff and I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do. And I'm like having difficulty trying to figure out how I'm really going to do it because it's really not in my style. Right. It's a totally different feel. So I was just like, you know what, Jared, why don't you give a crack at like singing on this? I'm like, I got some shit if you want to use my shit. My lyrics, that's cool. If not, you come up with something. Next thing you know, a couple of days later, he comes out. He's got a little scratch vocal that he did and obviously knocks it out of the park. And we're like, dude, you're singing on this. Yeah. I mean, even vocals aside, I can't believe the song is, is like so heavy. It's amazing. Yeah. So like uh, really excited to uh, to release this and get a different uh you know, something else different. You ne- that's one thing about the scar. You never know what you're going to get from us. That's and good. I feel like Hand of Kings is definitely down that avenue. And uh, it's a new avenue. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the uh, the response to it. I'm really right. excited. Supposedly, uh, we're going to release it uh, the 1st of uh, January, you know, the first month. Yeah, that know, was my so. next question. When, when are you thinking you're going to release it? January, are you thinking? Yeah. January, we're going to put it out there. Right. We got a bunch of uh, new tunes that we're going to work on. Um, we're working on them actually right now. And uh, we might even revamp some old ones that we haven't played out in a long time okay. and re record those. And uh, we're always busy, man. We're, you got to put out content, I feel, to stay relevant. And that's what we're going to do. You have to. It's, 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 it's funny. It's like a shock. If you don't keep swimming, you sink to the bottom and die, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. You got to rolling, you know? As far as the whiskey goes, then, I guess you're just going to do a nice, solid, tried-and-true list, right? Well, yeah, we're going to do... 
what we did, we have to come up like we have 30 minutes. Okay. So I, we sat back. We were like, we need to fucking blow everyone off this fucking stage. Yeah. Show them who Demon Scar is. Show them who New York is because we got a mixture of bands that are on this bill. And I feel like that's cool. But, you know, the scar is going to come in and we're going to kick you in your dick. Ouch. And we're going to do it. And we're going to do it our way. And we're going to do it in 30 minutes. And we got to pick 30 minutes. So you, you got about five songs to do it, you know? Yeah, we got we got to pick our best songs. Yeah, we actually dusted off some ones that we used to open up with. And uh, we're going to put that we put those back in the set. You know, we got a good, uh, we've got a good mix of songs, and I feel like it's going to go over very well. And you're going to be playing with uh, my boys, Mike and them from uh, Like Savages, and they're they're going to be playing yeah, man, too. Yeah, cool. those dudes. Uh, we've been, uh, you know, reposting and uh, counter, uh, you know, promoting together, which is awesome. And I'm looking forward to catching their set. You know, um, there's uh, there's a bunch of different bands on that bill, man. I'm looking forward to it. Earshot, you know, they're. Uh, they're headlining right. and they're on doing their tour. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a blast, man. It's also a dream come true, bro. Like I've been seriously, like I can't tell you how long I've been dreaming about playing in this place. And now finally it's coming, coming to, uh, coming to life. That's awesome. That is totally awesome. So listen, before we get uh, too far gone here, um, uh, Hand of Kings is your newest one. It's not out yet. It'll be out in January. We're going to play it now. We're going to, this is a backstage with Spike exclusive. Thanks yes. to my boys in Demon Scar. Um, not to take away from any of your other stuff, you guys. I love your music. It's heavy and stuff. This song, though, when you played it for me, is like you guys stepped it up by 10 notches. This is definitely like, uh, this should have a warning label on it for people. This is fucking heavy <laughs> shit. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> This what a plug. <laughs> All right, so we're going to play it right now. Hand of Kings by Demon Scar. Check this out. Crank it.
Dude, holy shit. That was fucking awesome. Thank you, my brother. Like I said, that should come with a fucking warning label on it. Jared, really, <laughs> man. Again, I mean, so let me ask you a question. Is he, is he comfortable with playing drums and singing at the same time? See, that's the re- when you asked me before about how we are we going to put that in our set coming up. Right. We're figuring out right now, like what we're going to do playing that live. You know, like obviously there's different vocal parts on that and stuff. And uh, uh, I'm not going to take it away from him where he's doing his high pitches and stuff, because I don't even fucking think I would be able to get into that register. Right, you know? right, right. I've never even tried it. You know, so I got to have him doing that. I could get into the screaming and stuff, but uh, that's what we're going to. That's definitely a goal to work on to unveil this live in the upcoming future. And even if not, to be honest with you, um, when I did my show with All Taken, uh, Daniel and uh, Avo, um, we started getting to this whole thing about like sometimes you make music and it's, you know, a little technical what you're doing with some extra overdubs and this and that, that now you can't play it live. So you just you still shouldn't let that like you stymie you or stop you. You know, it's like even if he can't sing something like that, or you can't do that live. It's still a great song. Put it out anyway. And just, you know, yeah, you leave it out of your live set. That's all. It's well, not the end of the world. That also brings us back to, uh, one of our previous releases, the human condition, when we put that out, right. That's something that meds never did any, and, uh, before like his playing on that, like he challenged himself and he was figuring out, Holy shit, dude, I gotta see about how I'm going to be playing this live. And you know what? He got a set up for himself with his guitar. Cause you know, a guitar set up is never fucking concrete or whatever. And he, uh, he went out, he got that going, and we uh, went into the studio, and we uh, worked and worked and worked, and you know what? It came out, uh, our live version is different from the uh, studio version, but all live versions are different from the sure. studio version. Right. And it came out really good, dude. You know, it's it's one of those tunes. Yeah. You know? And again, I, I don't think that, I mean, I personally as a musician feel that if we're working on something right now, I'm not worried about that in the line. I'm not worried about, well, dude, we can't do that live. What are we going to do? Who cares? What's, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to, I don't want to dumb the song down now. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. anything, we could always, if we have to take out to play it live or if it's too complicated, just don't play it live. It's no big deal. When, you know, you got 30 or 40 songs in your catalog, you can leave one or two out. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. I love, uh, you know, dude, I love that when, other guys other than the main lead singer and the band can sing and they have that song or two that are in the set you know you're a kiss fan kiss. like me okay Dude, i love ace freely songs that he sings and i love you know uh peter chris what he sings Dude, talking about that like my my top five definitely in the kiss uh albums is ace freely solo album i fucking love that yeah. album Dude, it is so good and I love when he plays, you know, Rip It Out or, you know, fucking Shock Me, dude. Yeah. Those are great tunes. Again, my favorite too. Kiss song, Shock Me and Black Diamond. You know what I'm saying? It's, oh. And it's not the normal singing, you know? No, Peter Chris's vo- voice on some of those uh, other tunes, dude. I love Hard Luck Woman, dude. Yes. I love, you know, uh, Black Diamond. I, there's so many great tunes. I, you know, Beth, you know there's a, that's a huge ballad for them. Sure. You know? I don't think any of the other guys could have done it. He had that attitude with it too. And like he put his little Peter uh, Chris flavor on it. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to hearing more from Jared singing on uh, 
Demon Scar stuff. We are uh, we have a, a new song that we're actually working on right now, and uh, it's so funny because when Med sent it to me, um, he sent it to me. I listened to it once, and there's these parts in it that are totally up my alley, and he knew it. And I wrote lyrics within 10 minutes of hearing what he had sent me and I sent it right back to him because I know exactly where these are going. He goes, now the other parts, we got to figure out what the hell we're going to do. And I'm like, we're going to have Jared sing on those parts. Yeah. We're going to split vocal and it's going to come out awesome. And that's what we're going to do. I tell you what though, one, one more, one more note on Jared here is I'm going to start calling him Austin, like Austin powers, because he's like the international man of mystery. You know what I'm saying? We got to get the guy in the fucking show ready. Come and talk to us. I mean, I never see him on on um, on Twitter. I know he has his own Twitter page, but he never posts anything. He never goes on Twitter, really. He's, uh, yeah, you know what, Jared? Uh, he's um, he's a very busy dude. Right. But when he, his personality and everything, dude, like, he's great. I went to go see him the other night. Uh, he, like I said, he plays in another band and, uh, it's, first of all, going to see him is an entertaining thing to begin with. You know, <laughs> like I really enjoy it. And, you know, he busted out these tunes and he's a pisser doing it. You know, it's right. a fun Bolt X and, uh, it actually gave us a, uh, an upcoming, um, gig that we're going to work on. We're going to get something going on, uh. This uh, one of his friends showed up, and her name is Ale- uh, Alicia. Okay, and she fronts this band called Mad Woman, and it's an Ozzy Sabbath tribute. Wow! And I heard her sing with Alt X. She guested on a few songs with them, and she also fronts a Alanis Morissette tribute. And she's got some pipes on her, dude. Very good, good-looking girl too. You Are they know, out from, on the island? Are they from the island, like you guys? Yes, yes, yeah. And she's totally rock and roll, man. And we're looking forward to working with them and setting up a gig because I think that it will work well with the scar. You know, it's going to be very cool. Very cool. So, uh, we're going to uh, set that up sometime in uh, early 2023, probably like looking for like February or something. And we'll have a gig with them. And uh, hell, I would even like to record some shit with her because she's got uh, great vocals and everything. And I'm a sucker for for a duet, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I love, you know, like I would love to do like uh, look at like Leader and Ozzy, dude. They oh yeah, that song, man, that was sick. That's what I was just thinking. Oh, that was so good, dude. It's funny yeah. you say that because I got something I'm working on now too. That you know, my my main singer um, Harry Tadian, um, I want I I'm looking for a female to sing them. I had an old song out where it was the guy singing heavy, you know, death uh, vocals, and then the chorus was the angelic chick singing. Now I want the chick to be the main singer, and then I want the chorus to be the heavy death vocals. You know, uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I, I like mixing up like that too, like like you're saying. Oh, that's so good, man! Like you know, there's there's another song out there that um, it's by the Pogues. Uh, it was originally in the Sid and Nancy movie called Haunted, mm-hmm. uh, and 
later on, um, you know, the original was by the Pogues, and then later on, uh, the uh, singer from the Pogues, um, holy shit, uh, McCowan, McCowan, McCowan and Sinead O'Connor did a cover of it, and dude, say what you will about Sinead, you know, unfortunately, she's got some fucking issues going on or whatever. <laughs> yeah. She kind of fucking shot herself in the foot with her career with like, you know, controversy and everything. Yeah. But Saturday Night Live, I remember that girl, shit. Dude, yeah. Her fucking voice, it, it's beautiful, dude. Yeah. Like that song is amazing with her. Yep. So yeah, always wanted to do uh a um a song like a duet or something, like a, a heavy tune or, you know, a ballad, whatever whatever the case may be. And right, right. You know, so we'll see what happens. What I, what I gather from you guys, though, is um, you and Jared, I think, are like two wild men. And is Meds like the like the voice of reason in the group? Absolutely. Yeah, I figured as much. Someone yeah. needs Meds, to be that, Meds looks too. to me so refined and quiet and reserved. And I think you and Jared are probably like two off the hook like maniacs. Oh, absolutely. Meds, <laughs> I always say Meds is like the silent Bob to my J because I'm okay. like all over the place dancing, you know, yeah. doing inappropriate shit. And he's standing there. And when he does open his mouth, it, it really hits home because it's just like, Whoa, you know, that fucking makes sense. Yeah. Meds, uh, Meds is, uh, dude, not only is he my editor and my partner in this, he's my best friend, dude. Yeah. I can count on Meds for everything. He's the yin to your yang. <laughs> oh, dude, for, without a doubt. He, he, he's my safe place, dude, because anytime I'm feeling fucked up or something with anything, and it goes both ways too, dude, because, you know, he could tell, he could confide, we could confide in each other, tell each other shit and give each other the best possible advice. And I'm, I'm happy that I'm able to share this upcoming gig with him because it was just yesterday. Cause like we've talked about this in the past and, you know, not even dabbled into it in this on the podcast, but like when we've had conversation outside, how life moves fast, dude, we were just kids talking about playing the whiskey. Cause I've known meds almost 25 years. So we were kids talking about, Holy shit. Well, how cool would it be if we were able to ever do it now? For me to do it with this guy, it's yeah. just like, fuck yeah, man. That's really awesome. cool. Yeah. So, and he'll, you know what? He'll listen to this and he'll probably puke in his mouth and be like, don't bring attention <laughs> to me. I'm the fucking wizard behind the fucking curtain. Like, don't <laughs> tell them shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing he always says to me. You, you talk too much and you say too much shit. And it's true because he's a very good editor. Right, he right. always knows the right shit to say, when to say it, Shut and up! yeah, sometimes the Nizza needs to be on a leash. Yeah, I, I, and it's it's funny you say that because I mean, for the most part, I'm like that. Especially when I'm excited about something, I like ramble on, you know. Yeah. And it, and, but you could tell you try and read people's faces. You're like, okay, I think I better shut up now. I've been talking too much, you know. But it's he's like, always like, dude, read the room, bro. Read yeah. the fucking. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, you know, it's true because, like, again, like, you know, I would manage, like, you know, bars and stuff and, like, bartenders, like, doing their thing. And I'm like, dude, when the when the wife that's 
with the guy that you're serving starts looking the other way as you're talking, that's your cue to shut the fuck up and leave them alone, you know? <laughs> and like, stop telling dirty joke at the dirty joke. They're not even look, walk away, you know? Shut up! So, me and my brother have this thing when people do that and they talk to us, we right. do the same exact thing and my friends have actually picked up on it. And they're like, dude, when you start fucking scratching your head or scratching your neck or something, yeah, it's like all of a sudden that's like your nervous tick to be like, dude, this motherfucker's got to get out of my personal <laughs> space and just shut up or like die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just leave my face. <laughs> oh man, it's so fucking true. I like when you meet people. You, I mean, you've known them like three minutes and like you know. Uh, I could come over for dinner one night if you want. It's like, dude, yeah, really? yeah. there's a progression to how things work, to how we become friends. You know what I'm saying? I know. We don't go yeah. from, you know, waiting for the bus to, you know, all of a sudden uh, you're moving in with me tomorrow. Like, you know what, too? I'm a fucking weird dude. Like, I think it takes a lot for me to get creeped out. So if you're fucking <laughs> creeping me out, dude, you're a creepy fuck. <laughs> There's a lot of them. I know. I'm like, I'm cool. Like, chill, please. And then, dude, there's a lot of them on fucking Twitter, too. Believe me. Oh, my God. Well, you know what, dude? The internet is a cesspool for that shit, dude. Like, there's so many people that they don't fucking have, first of all, they don't have the nerve to fucking do or say most of the shit that they do on there. Right. And then actually call them out. Yeah. Meg. Med says this all the time. He he tells me never to engage if someone puts a negative thing on there. Right. Because then he just says you incite them and make them come back for more. Yeah, you're giving fuel if to you, the fire. If he tells me, like, if someone puts a negative thing on there, he'll fucking put a laugh emoji on there and say, holy shit, that's the funniest thing ever. Right. And then most of the time, they'll delete the comment and fucking disappear. Right, right, right. Last year, I don't know what it was, we put out a thing, and somebody, I thought it was hysterical, dude. Meds, I don't know, like, he thought it was fucking funny, too. Jared, we all laughed at it. Someone commented on one of our videos, because you've, you've, everyone knows what I look like. I'm Pictures are all over the place. Right. Someone wrote on the fucking thing, wow, Phil and Selmo really let himself go. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm laughing fucking for hours and I'm like, yeah. did you see what they fucking wrote? <laughs> He's like, don't engage, don't say anything. I'm like, dude, that's the funniest shit I ever heard. What are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to send them a free shirt. <laughs> oh, man. I just got a kick out of like, now I, 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 I hate when somebody say follows me. I do a little due diligence. I look at their stuff, but I look at their last three or four posts and see what they're into. No, I'll politely follow them back. But I was just like, you know, they follow me. Okay, I follow them back. Then you look like three posts later. It's like, wait a second, this purple, this person's into like, like, like hacking off babies and drinking their blood. It's like they're like totally like fucking nuts. I'm like, wait a second. I My strawberry, Billy, dude, are just the political assholes posting all that shit. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. I don't want to read that stuff. I don't want to hear that stuff. Like, please, just I can't deal with that. So usually that's an unfollow for me. Uh, and uh, people that just, I guess, write their their life like they're they're telling people yeah. all the bad shit that's going on in their life, and they just spew hate and it's yeah. hate, hate after hate on top of hate. I don't need that, dude. I don't <laughs> no. need that. post, dude. I don't care if you're a fucking cat person and you right. post 
post that you have is a cat doing fucking cat shit. Like, fine. That's okay. I don't mind that because that's like harmless. But I'm going to post about how a president fucking ran the country 20 years ago and you're still pissed off about it. Dude, you know what? (laughs) Yeah. I think maybe Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, maybe not the place for you. You know, I think you should be talking to a psychiatrist. Yeah, man, definitely, because there's no one that's going to help you, bro. Well, it's like I got annoyed, like, real quick. I mean, through the years, like, like comedy shows through the years, like, there were several of them that, you know, they were really good shows. And then they started getting, like, into dark, hard, heavy stuff. It's like, dude, I'm on here to forget about my problems and have a couple of laughs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now you're starting to tackle all these heavy issues episode after episode. It's like, it's not a comedy no more. It's like, you know, now you're just, like, you're depressing me even more. You know, speaking of comedy, I just got really back into him. Um, I started listening. I bought actually three of his albums. Um, Sam Kinison. I wish I could, but oh, I was okay, there. Yeah. I was here in the classroom. <laughs> there is Hoping no I fucking right. way that Sam I would be on that stage right Lord now saying what he was be saying. Because they would you. try to cancel We're him. The way he was so fucking funny oh, yeah. and so controversial at the same time. And just so over the top. And, that's, uh, that's what everybody's talking about now. As far as like, you know, it's like back then, you know, everything was fair game and we laughed at it. And, you know, it helped you maybe understand a little bit or relax a little bit about it. Now you can't say anything about anything. Dude, I've been seeing videos of people like getting like shit thrown on at them as like a comic, like, or getting punched in the face. Or yeah. someone try to attack David Chappelle, like, over the summer at some show or whatever. Yeah. And it all started really when Will Smith got up and slapped Chris Rock in the face. Right. At the Oscars. Right. That's but, some fucking bullshit right there. Yeah, it's man. like everything's fair game now. You know what? Like that that thing that happened, I was listening to a podcast. I listened to uh Kevin Smith, you know, Silent Bob. Yeah, yeah, sure. Talking about the reaction that he had. He watched it over and over and over again and he timed it to uh, the events unfolding he said that um will smith literally from when chris rock said the shit right slapping him in the face was only six seconds he was on the stage slapping him in his face in order returning to his seat so that dude sort of it got up slapped him Initial reaction, boom, back down. And he just totally fucked his career. He's never going to get not, not known for doing that. But Chris Rock, dude, handled it like a champ. Oh, yes, definitely. And, but like that just says, like this, it's, it's, it's shitty because first, it's a shitty thing to do. But it also gives the asshole that's sitting in the crowd a thought that, hey, maybe, you know what? Will Smith did it. I could fucking do it. So now copycat people. Dude, let me tell you something. I, I invite anyone, and I mean this, anyone that wants to come up on stage and fucking get into our face, dude, you will not fucking, it won't be a good day for you. And that's yeah. all I'm going to say. You will <laughs> fucking get a scar from Demon Scar, I guarantee yeah. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt, dude. Don't you fucking dare come up. You can come up and sing. You can come up and fucking do whatever you want. I like that ultimate warrior guy that comes up on stage with you. Oh, my. What's that? The ultimate warrior guy that comes up on stage with you. He's cool. 
Oh yeah, that's our friend Vito, man. Like we uh he, we haven't seen him in a while, but he came up a couple of times and sang, man. He's got another good voice. Cool. That's uh we got some cool fans that come and see us and stuff. I love when bands come up and sing with us, man. Like, you know, it's shit. You know, we played a gig uh, a couple of weeks ago. This David HK comes in guest vocals with us all the time. I love that, man. You know what? Like David HK is reserved like meds. He's a very quiet guy. But when he becomes on, when he gets on that stage, he becomes another motherfucker, dude. He he's a, he's comfortable up there. Meds is comfortable up there, dude. They, he becomes a beast. Definitely not a dude that you see when you get off the stage. Not at all. We all do. It's our safe haven. You right, know? right. Oh yeah. You got a new song out that you did with uh, Gallery of Ghouls uh, called Skulls. That was a remake. Um, these guys, Gallery of Ghouls, where are they? Are they out from Long Island like you guys? Yeah, uh, it's actually my friend Joe. I met him when uh, a couple of years back uh, at uh, Schmidt's Haunted uh, Farm. That's that annual uh, haunted thing I do. Yeah, yeah. And one of the ghouls there. And uh, we just hit it off right off the bat because, you know, he, we follow, everyone follows each other once we get into there like you know and he gives a new hire i had been there a couple of years and uh i guess he just started seeing some of the stuff i was posting with demon scar and everything and he was like dude i really like what you're doing and this is what i do and he showed me gallery of ghouls and gallery of ghouls is uh it's a, a one-man band dude like he plays on and records everything himself uh, he doesn't play out live he records all the stuff I've been pushing him to play out live. I would, I told him I could get him a, a backing band, you know? Um, so this is actually our uh, second collaboration. Last year, we uh, did a cover of uh, the Ramones Pet Cemetery. And uh, he uh, hit me up this year and he was like, uh, actually, Two years ago, we did Pet Cemetery. Last year, we didn't do anything. So I hit him up, and I was like, dude, let's do another cover together. So we picked Skulls. And got to be honest, dude, when he first sent it to me, it's not the traditional speed of the Misfits version. Uh, it's a little uh, less in tempo. And at first, I was a little like, oh, man, like, you know, I wasn't sure. But then... I love alternative and new wave. And I feel like this falls into that. It's got, it's like sludge to it too, but like uh, the lemon heads, I really dug them. Um, I, uh, you know, the alternative bands like um, the Melvins and like dinosaur junior. Like I, that's like another uh, couple bands that I like in that vein and stuff. And I feel like, uh, it shows its influences in this uh, take on it. And um, I was more than pleased when I heard the finished product. And, you know, I threw the bass and the vocals down on it and he mixed it up and he sent it back. And uh, yeah, I've been getting nothing but positive feedback on it. And I, um, I dig it. And like I said to you last time, man, I want to keep NZA stuff like genre list. I want to do, you know, uh, the hip hop. I want to do the trap. I want to do the metal. I want to do the alternative. Right. I want to do things that I wouldn't do in Demon Scar. Right. So, it's, and otherwise, it's, uh, it's just Demon Scar too. You know what I'm saying? It's like the yeah, same exactly. stuff. 
Right. And, and what I like, though, I, I, I appreciate when, when, like, the way you guys did this song, too, you know, instead of, you know, doing a, a copy or a cover where it's, you know, you're trying to sound exactly like the original band. It's like, I like when you put your own little twist on it, either slow it down or speed it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, and that's what makes it yours and that's what makes it unique. Otherwise, I might as well just listen to the original. Why would I listen to your exact copy cover of it, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was very, uh, definitely pleased, uh, to, uh, you know, hear it. And I'm a huge Misfits fan. And, uh, yeah, I'm not going to try to replicate something that, uh, is done right the first time. <laughs> well, the first time I heard you guys do this song, I was walking around the rest of the fucking day singing it in my head. My wife's <laughs> like, what do you keep humming? I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> it was definitely stuck in my head. Oh, yeah, it's a catchy thing, dude. All those Misfits tunes from back in the day, dude. Oh, like yeah. that, that was their, be- their biggest power, I feel. Like they just got that hook in you because the songs are not that long, you know? And Yeah. It's like the Ramones, the same thing, dude. You know, they... uh they got that hook in you in less than two minutes and they did their job in that short period of time. Yeah. All right. So, uh, we're going to play skulls. Uh, this is a uh, Nizza and gallery of ghouls. Let's check this out.
All right, so Niz, uh, I got to ask you. Um, I know you do like the uh, the haunted house stuff, the scary stuff. Um, like, what's involved with that? Do you have to go for like background checks? Do they give you like classes that let you know you can't, you know, don't touch the people and shit like that, or what to do if somebody like hits you? Um. Well, not really. You show up. Um. I feel like they'll hire anyone and give them a shot. And they have their rules, man. Don't touch anyone. Don't engage in, you know, drunken buffoonery because you're going to get your assholes that come in there and like to pick fights and stuff. Right. That's what I was thinking. The last couple of years, I couldn't dedicate my whole October to them. And I've grown a, um, a great friendship with the owners and stuff. And I have an open invite to really guest anytime I want. So this year, uh, I only did it one night and it was clown night and usually I'm the butcher, but this year uh, it was clown night. So uh, Otto the clown came back for one night Cool. and uh, I had the, I had one of the best nights I ever had. I had so many <laughs> fucking airs yeah. and people falling to the ground and stuff like just, I had a really awesome thing, you know, and it was yeah. cool because in the time that I did it, I was in this contest. Um, called the Face of Horror. Yes, tell us about. I was going to ask you about that. Tell us about that. Yeah, so the Face of Horror contest actually started back in September, and when it originally started, there was thirty thousand contestants. Wow! So you have to go through a bunch of rounds, and Mm -hmm. it's always like the top. It was the top twenty, top fifteen, top ten, top five, and then the last. round was uh it was in groups so then like the last round was the 13 groups each person that got number one goes against each other and that's the new face of horror okay i ended up finishing um 15 out of thirty thousand. dude that's awesome so i yeah thank you i i raised so the thing was like you could get votes each day you could get vo- two votes if someone puts in a credit card, but that doesn't charge it. And then people bought votes. So at the end of the day, I raised several thousand dollars by my supporters for, for a uh, the B Positive Foundation, which uh, helps fight pediatric cancer. Oh, so, that's awesome. So I can't ask for any more support than I did for my people that helped me. And it was so awesome i invested in myself the band invested in me i felt the love the whole way man and it it awokened something in me that i hadn't had in a while and that was everyone always would tell me dude why don't you do podcasts about your knowledge of horror and your knowledge of like music and just intertwine them and just be you yeah yeah so i'm actually that's my next venture that I'm going to do in 2023. I'm going to unveil a new podcast that I'm going to start. And it's really going to be down that, down that demographic. Another backstage with spike exclusive. You heard it here first. Go ahead. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's, it was pretty awesome, man. Like, so the payoff for the whole thing, if you win, um, you get a two night stay at the Buffalo bill, Bed and breakfast. Now the Buffalo Bill house from Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, yeah. Someone bought that house and they set it up the way that the movie it was in the movie. 
And uh, you go there, you, you know, it's a two-night stay with a guest. You win 13 grand. Uh, you get a photo a, a photo shoot with Kane Hodder, who is a, uh, a stuntman, and he played Jason in four of the Friday 13th. And that's going to be featured in Rube Morgue magazine. And then um, you get a role in, a, in an upcoming horror movie. It would have been fucking sweet, man, to oh, like yeah. win the whole thing. And I'm not hating on who won. That's great. Um, you know, congratulations. If I ever opened the bar, dude, I wanted to call it the Slaughtered Lamb. Oh, dude, yeah, from the American Whale. From <laughs> yes, I love that. What's that oh, star on the wall you made me miss? <laughs> I love that, man. It's fucking awesome. Ah, it's a great flick, man. But I, I, but I gotta say, though, I've been following you guys since I first joined. You were probably the first like ten or fifteen people I ever followed, and uh, you guys befriended me back. It was awesome. Um, I've been following you since 2019, and I've been following you. And I always said that if if you guys, if the music career didn't take off, you definitely have like a um, a, a shot at acting. I definitely could picture you in 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 movies for sure. Um, Thank you. I mean, I remember some of your older videos you guys did. And um, and weren't you like you didn't you have there was a movie that uh, somebody was working on right you were gonna be the butcher guy, what was yeah, that no, I, I I shot actually um, that was awesome I remember that I I shot commercials I was um um for this haunted house um in Wisconsin yes. called Warehouse Thirty One and I was the butcher for over there I'd never seen the place but they somehow like what they saw because the same production company shot our stuff over here. And they're like, dude, we want that butcher for us. So dude, there was, my friends were sending me pose, uh, pictures that they went to go see it. There was like billboards with me on it and shit. And like me on like buses and stuff. Cause they promoted out of it. And I shot, dude, it was all my knowledge of watching horror movies through the years, I put that into playing that character. And like, it was awesome. Like, um, I dabbled in acting before I'm in like, um, an upcoming movie that's <clears throat> still under post-production, but, um, it's called bite school Two, And it's got, uh, Randy Blythe from, um, Lamb of God. Yeah. He's in it. And, uh, it's directed by James Balsamo. And uh, he, um, it's like um, a, a horror comedy, and I play this guy named Ronak Bender, and he's a uh, what's call it, um, a a bat uh, enthusiast because supposedly these bats are the premise of the movie is these bats are coming to invade this area, and everyone's getting mysteriously killed. And I show up in the middle of the movie. It's like they find this VHS tape. I, I, this guy that I play filmed himself talking and he sent it out. And he's warning about these like killer bats that are coming. Okay. And, uh, it was, I filmed the scene like when like COVID was going on. So right. I was in a, on a movie set. Now how James films is very unorthodox. He has people just film their scenes and send them to him, and then he places everything together. Right. So I, I literally filmed my scene on my phone, and I sent it to him, and he loved it because I just go into this whole, like, warning speech of how the bats are coming, and I even take a, a little tip of the nod, uh, tap, to, tap of the, the cap to uh, Jaws. 
and I kind of like throw a little uh, like tribute to Jaws in, in my speech. Yeah, yeah. Like how uh, what's his name? Uh, Quint. Uh, Quint does the uh, USS Indianapolis speech. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm really excited for that to come out. And uh, one of our songs is actually in it too. Don't bite it, the uh, hand don't bite the hand. Of yeah. yeah. Yep. I know, so, dude. I, I, I follow you guys. I follow. I follow. So, yeah, I'm gonna be in that, and uh, I'm also in this other movie. Um, uh, fuck, shit, I can't even remember the name of it. But I play Junkie Number Five. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> Which, love it. You, if you do follow me, you know I've had my uh, trials and tribulations of uh, that that uh, subject. Yes. So uh, really, too hard to play that role. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awesome alright listen I need another drink here I'm gonna play another Demon Scar song because it's my show and I fucking feel like it okay oh, um, hey, I don't know what I'm gonna play yet but you know what check this out it's Demon Scar you're gonna like it and it kicks ass sick Nick, 
I know you played it before. I had a bunch of stuff ready to go because I thought Jarrah was going to be on with us, but of course, the international man of mystery is busy doing something else. And Meds don't. Uh, Meds is busy. I know that. Um, you played it before. Do you want to play it again? We're going to play the choose game. I love the choose game. All right. So you know the rules. You got to pick one. There's no pass. None of that bullshit. You have to. You don't have to explain. You can't explain. It's up to you. You ready? Yeah, we should have to blow through this real quick. Here we go. Ready? I'm not blowing anyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> All right, wax on or wax off? <laughs> Been waxing it off for fucking thirty years, dude. So I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> I was just taking a drink when he said that. Ford or Chevy? Gonna do it for my pops, man. Ford. All right. Real cars don't wear bow ties. Um, Gladys Knight in the Pips or Diana Ross in the Supremes? Ooh. <laughs> Shit. Man. It's a tough uh, one, I know. I love the both, dude. I love the Supremes, dude. Like, it's so hot. Yes. <laughs> when did that turn it into a sexual thing? Go ahead. <laughs> Dude. Diana Ross and the Supremes, you got it. I, I, I agree on that. Now, this is kind of ambiguous, but I don't know. Chinese or Mexican? <laughs> <laughs> do we mean food? Do we mean broads? I don't know. It's up to you. Oh, that changes it all, dude. Uh, I'm going to have to go <laughs> <with> Mexican. <laughs> all right. Um... Would you rather cold beer or hot wings? Cold beer. Yeah. I'm at you. I'm an eating fucking lunatic. But if you give me a cold beer, drink something or eat something, I'm drinking. Dude, there's nothing like if you're in a hot, hot fucking day. Yeah. And that first beer that you do, it hits your lips and it goes down in two seconds. Yep. Smooth <laughs> thing ever, man. It's so cold and nice. Dude, I saw a fucking video the other day real quick. This guy does... Okay, I don't know if you're familiar with an Irish car bomb. Oh, dude, in the picture. Yeah, you saw that shit? And did you so, see him wash it down I, with a fucking Corona? So I have a, a split decision here, and I got to come up with the choice now because I definitely am going to do it. But I had to ask the people around me, do you think I could pull this off? So Meds says no. Okay. Jared says no. My bartender at Beery's that I play at all the time definitely right. says yes. My brother says 50-50 depending on how wasted you are before you do it. My boy the Gunge says go for it. That? Definitely can do it. Okay. So I have like split thing. Now, I feel like uh, the Bailey's is going to help, but like that's a lot of fucking Guinness to be going at one time, dude. That's what I'm saying. And the guy, he doesn't, he just, he swallowed it. I mean, when we used to do, you know, Irish car bombs, it was, you know, like half a pint glass of Guinness with the shot glass with the Baileys and the Jamesons. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about yeah. 64 fucking ounces. That's a lot, dude. And I wouldn't do it when you're already drunk because that's going to put you, you know what I'm saying? I would no, do it as my first up drink. Empty stomach, just rock it. Well, I found out, dude, that it's a $68 beverage at Beery's. And if and when I'm going to do it, it's not even a matter of if. It's definitely when I'm going to do it. Right. I will film it. I will post it. I will tag you in it. Oh, man. I feel like 
going to happen. I have to try it at least. So again, are you again? I don't mean you never really hung out. Are you a big drinker though, or no? Um, I like, mean, when I do it, I swing for the fences. Sure. I mean, like, I could easily drink fourteen beers and still maintain. I mean, I do my show <laughs> with that in me half the time. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, no, I could, I could do that. Yeah. I think my record, my record for drinking beers. Um, I think I drank like thirty. And I didn't pass out. Okay. But you realize, though, that Jameson's, though, that's, that's, that was a pint glass he dropped in there with Jameson's and Bailey's. Not a yeah, shot. That's, yeah, that's, that's blackout material. I, I just like, though, when he's sw- when you, the new thing that is, you know, swirling the beer bottle and getting that funnel going and just, you know, whoosh, just sucking it down. Yeah, that's pretty crazy, too. I had a buddy that could do it. He could open his throat and just take, like, a pitcher of beer and just go, and it's gone. Yeah, my brother's friend used to be able to do it with a uh, two liter of uh, Pepsi. Oh, I'm not sure the fuck he did it, but he did it. <laughs> my eyes would be burning just from the, the gas of the soda, you know? My head would explode. Ugh. How about this, though? Cry your eyes out or plan your demise? I'm a good crier, dude. I love crying. You need to cry. I cry first as I'm planning your demise. <laughs> you know what I'm to get back and get even. Oh, you mean, oh. No, are you, you the type of person to sit there and cry your eyes out? Or do you sit there and plan somebody's demise? Like, fuck you. Well, I'll cry my eyes out in private just to get the, the shit out of the basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to make me feel bad? No, I'm going to totally fantasize about fucking killing you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Brother from another mother. <laughs> if I ever come and visit my in-laws, which is probably never going to happen, up in Long Island, I got to come and hang out with you guys. Yeah, absolutely, man. Open invite. Slayer or Exodus? Slayer. All right. Sunglasses or shades? You so bright, I got to wear shades. <laughs> Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Pink or fuchsia? <laughs> probably my second. It's probably my second favorite color. Pink. Really? <laughs> Because I'm a deviant, sick fuck, and my head's always in the gutter. So yeah, I'm going. <laughs> uh, heaven and hell, or holy diver? Uh, heaven and hell. All right. Kansas or sticks? Because <laughs> <He> <laughs> sticks. <laughs> Violin or viola? <laughs> I guess the violin. <laughs> All right, here we go. Big important question. If you answer this wrong, I don't know if we can be friends anymore. McDonald's or Burger King? <sighs> McDonald's has the best fries. I do like the Whopper, though. <laughs> He's and they got some mozzarella sticks that are pretty good, too. They got mozzarella sticks now? Yeah. Whoa. But McDonald's still has the McRib going right now where I live. Yeah, I'm going with McDonald's. Dude, that McRib, I want to fuck it. I just want to, like, yeah. just shove it down my pants. It's fucking awesome. I just, had, I just had one about a month ago. Dude, I had three the other night. My wife's like, you had three heart attacks. You take nine pills a day for your heart. I had fucking three of them in one shot. The last one, I'm putting the fries on top of it. Fucking eat Don't it. tell me my business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get the fuck out of here, woman. 
All right, here we go. Meds or meds? Meds. I agree. Um, go oh, yeah, meds. absolutely. I go with meds every time. Unless it's meds, then I go with meds. Yeah, I mean, you need the meds. <laughs> die Hard or Elf? Fucking Die Hard, dude. <laughs> <laughs> While we're on the subject, though, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Absolutely. I agree. I it's one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. I agree. I agree. Dude, a happy ending, dude. Fucking, like, you know, it's Christmas. It's the Christmas miracle. Like, yep. everything's great about that movie around Christmas. It's, I watch it every Christmas. Yeah. It's right up there with, you know, uh, a Christmas story, right? Dude, it's that, for me, it's in my, yeah, it's in my wheelhouse of Christmas movies, so. How about this? Blondes or redheads? I don't trust either one of them, but I'll have to go with uh, <laughs> I go with that brush fry. I'll go with the uh, the redhead. Yeah, all right, me too, definitely. And then the last one we got: Let's motor or let's jet? Let's jet. All right. So that was the cheese game. Thank you for playing. Thank you. There are no prizes. There's nothing. You don't get anything. You don't win anything. Just the misery of knowing you were on my show yet once again. Nah, nah. So always have to be last one I'm on here. So, as far as the Nizza project goes, um, you got anything lined up uh, in the future? You know, like uh, in the near future. I don't know you got a future, but you know, the near future. You got anything uh, you're working on now? Kicking around some ideas. I have a lot of lyrics that I could use. Um, I don't have anything um, in the studio right now that I'm working on. No, but I'm definitely looking to collab with uh, a bunch of different people right now. Right. So I um, I like to uh, definitely continue doing that and um i'd like to do another song actually with uh k lovely again because i feel like that dude knows my style and everything and what compliments we compliment each other pretty well yeah you guys really hit it off on your last project huh yeah yeah absolutely um yeah you know then there's a thing is always open you know too it's not like i have a deadline with anything right uh, i feel like the ideas that I have for that, like I said, I wouldn't usually present it to the, to the scar. Um, but that doesn't mean that the scar doesn't help me. You know, meds is always on board with, uh, me doing my solo stuff. And, uh, so that's the thing you gotta do, man. You gotta support each other and make sure it's always good. You know? Well, again, you guys are solid in your relationship. You know that nobody's going anyway. You know, it's not like you're no, cheating. or You're going to leave somebody for somebody else. You know, no. Not at all. Yeah. yeah. So you guys still doing? You still keep to to your um your rehearsal schedule? You guys are like solid, like at least every week rehearsing. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously life gets in the way, and some weeks we do it, but um, just because you know this gig that's coming up, man, we've really been working hard at it, making sure that the uh, the set is tight and that we're ready to uh, to kick ass. I gotta tell, I gotta say this though. You guys are definitely gonna kick ass out there. 
I'm rooting for you. I'm praying for you. Uh, just, you know, you guys have a safe trip and have a good time. And I know you guys are going to fucking put it away. You're going to knock it out of the park, whatever, whatever catchphrase you want to use. You guys are going to definitely fucking cover it for sure. Um, are the boys going to stay with you the whole time or is, is meds and Jared going home? Like after the show? Cause I know you're staying a couple more days, right? Yeah, no, uh, Meds is going home on Sunday. I'm going home on Monday, and Jared's going home on Tuesday. Oh, Jared's going to stay one day behind you. Yeah, he's uh, he's actually bringing his kids, man. So they're going to go do the uh, stuff, go do, like, the uh, the family stuff. House of Wax, to, all that shit, yeah. Yeah, parks and stuff. Very cool. I was on the idea about doing Universal or something, but um, I am actually going back to California uh, in – September of 2023. Okay. You know, I'm a big horror fan. Yeah. And having, this is also possibly a uh, spike exclusive. Um, <laughs> they're having a, ring uh, the bell. ding, ding, ding. They are having a, uh, Halloween 45th anniversary convention. Okay. And I've already booked my hotel and everything, but rumor has it. I'm going either way. If she does it, or if she doesn't do it, but rumor has it that Jamie Lee Curtis is headlining this convention. Oh, wow. Very cool. And he is somebody that I really want to meet. I've met most of the people from the original Halloween. Right. Except her. I have a bunch of shit signed from her. Like they, she did one convention before that she really shied away from conventions because it's just not her thing. Right, right. But I had a friend that went and he got me a couple of things signed by her. But I'd really just love to get my picture with her. Very cool. And she's a, she's a class act. I mean, always. Always, man. Gorgeous. Dude, she's going to be gorgeous when she's 90. Yeah, right? Never lost the looks, dude. You know, no. and like, I like her. I like her political, not her political or her politics. I just like her message that she puts out. Right. Because it's always positive. She doesn't make herself out to be um, a saint at all. She talks about her crazy past. You know, she from a Hollywood family and everything, and she's been through it all, bro. Dude, I loved her in True Lies. Oh, man. Oh, good. Six. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I love that movie, dude. I love A Fish Called Wanda. Yeah, all you know? of it. And again, I love those too. She, she was she was big on not dying her hair and going natural and just aging with grace, and she does it. I mean, she's beautiful. Yeah. I love uh, Trading Places, too. I think that's one of the best movies ever made. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, dude, dude. And we get the best. best Feeling good, Lewis. Feeling good, Billy Ray. (laughs) (laughs) And you get one of the best, greatest presents ever from uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in that movie. And it's two of them at the same time. Yeah. (laughs) The funny part is, see, that's what I did for a living for 25 years. So when people watch that shit, they're like, is that what you do? I was like, "That's, that's a movie, right? I'm like. No, the crowd scenes when they're trading, that's what I did every day, all day fucking long. Get that's out what of I you. Did. Really? Yeah. yeah, dude. I used to do the hand signals. That's that's what I did. I stood in the crowd. I was a broker. I was a trader. I started I was a wire clerk. I used to answer 180 fucking phones from all different professional traders. Then I was the broker oh, out there in the crowd. Crazy. Huh? Dude, that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie, too. They're like, Mortimer, your brother's not well. Fuck, oh, fuck him. him. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was our attitude. <laughs> fuck him. I got to say, I've said this before. Like, I, I worked on Wall Street, dude, for 25 years. I was on the trading floor of the Amex for 18 years. And I was a trader on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange for seven. And 
more ruthless and cutthroat, you will never find anybody else, okay? But when somebody needed help, like their kid had a problem or their wife had cancer or something, dude, they would get a garbage can and drag it around the floor, okay? They would get a clean garbage can, drag it around the floor and say, listen, so-and-so's wife is having surgery, I hate that motherfucker. Here, what do I got in my wallet? Here's 50 bucks. Here, fuck him. All right, but here, here, take care of his wife. Dude, people just fucking, we'd raise like ten dollars or $15,000 in cash, put it in a bag, and send it home for somebody. That's amazing. It was an amazing fucking job to do. It was an amazing place to be. When they're all in the fucking bathroom there and everybody's doing, who's doing coke, who's doing pills, that was real. That's what it was like, for real. Oh. Uh, for real. That's what it that's was like. A, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. And that's what I did for 25 years. That's how I made my mark. That's how, I, you know, I'm 58 and I'm semi-retired well, now never, for the past six that's years. Very, uh, that's very interesting, dude. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I loved it and hated it at the same time. I, I was not a, you know, again, I'm a musician. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wanted to, while I was working all day, I was thinking about, you know, the money I made this week, like, what am I going to buy, you know, for my band and stuff, you know, and we're building caskets and fucking gallows poles for the stage you know it's like nobody knew what a fucking freak i was Meanwhile, i'm wearing my three-piece suit at the time you know covered in tattoos nobody knew it that's so fucking funny man all right brother thank you again so much um wish you the best of the luck man and it's you guys are gonna kick ass um december 9th uh, then you got the new song coming out, Hand of Kings. That'll be out in January. Um, yep. Plus, you said you got other stuff in the works you're working on. Just keep rolling, man. Just keep doing what you're doing. Thanks, Spike. It's always a pleasure, brother. Oh, anytime, anytime. And like we said, this is Backstage with Spike, episode 78. I thank you all so much. We're, like, killing it with the streams here. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Be kind to one another. Be tolerant. Peace. Nothing!